In our lives, we've all experienced trauma in some form or another, but we've never been taught what to do with the pain that comes with these negative experiences. Here at Alive and Awakening, we believe that every emotion, both positive and negative, are divine in nature. Join brothers Brad and Scott Glauser as they explore the possibility together of claiming that divinity. There is a great power alive within mankind, waiting to be awakened into Godkind. Welcome to Alive and Awakening with Brad and Scott. Hey guys, welcome back to Alive and Awakening. Dot com for another podcast segment. How are you doing, yes. today, brother? I'm doing great, man. I'm feeling really good. Yeah, it's been a good one for sure. So uh, another little thing, guys. Um, uh, thanks for listening, by the way. Thanks for joining us. Um, before these episodes, we really kind of take into uh, consideration the, the conversation and the subjects we're going to be talking about. And we, <laughs> we always have these pre-conversations to the episodes. Yeah to kind of really um, uh, focus in on and really be efficient about what we're going to talk about, but the the path that we go on to get there and to really, I think, bring what we have um, uh, to the table is, man, it's just such a fun time, such a fun time. I mean, today, the episode it, is along the way, right? We're going to be right. talking about world peace. Yes, world why, peace. Why can't that be a subject along the way, right? You're right. Not the not the climax or the end game, right? The I same, think it's, it's yeah, right. a part of it all, right? Yeah, it so, should be included. Yeah, so it's not a it, yeah. Like everybody has okay. What's what's that? You know, what's the the uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, or what do you want to talk about? It's what's the right. the path? You know, that's going to give you the end result. I don't know. You guys, we've talked about that consistently through the other because well, we're we're not technically all about ending things, right? Technically, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about keeping things going, right? Yeah, There's so why, no, there is no end. Why can't world peace be a conversation along the way that it's an implementation of this? And it's not that this is the last episode or any of that. It's just understanding that, hey, we're going to talk about world peace today as yeah. a part of this series. Yes, <laughs> for sure. So... um and I'll kind of get I'll kind of dive into it a little bit with um what we're calling the looking glass um uh, principle and I think the looking glass I don't know if you can kind of describe it from an object format so to kind of they can see it and then we'll we'll kind of go through that man Yeah well we've gone through <clears throat> we've gone through a lot in the series yeah, and a yeah. big part of it is is that difference between your head and your heart and uh, a lot of the times our head is like the control tower, you know, making sure everything outside of ourselves is in its proper place and everything's happening. Totally. Um, but I think that the looking glass is more of your body. And as spiritual beings having a physical experience, which is kind of what we are, yes, um, we get we get lost in our heads and scattered in our control towers because we like to scatter our consciousness when we get up there into the past, into the future, anywhere but this moment, right? But when we start to come back to this moment, which we've talked a lot about and stay in the now, um, that's when we start to see our life and what actually exists right now. Hmm. And so in a way, that's how we 
relax back into not only our body but our looking glass because we have access to what's real, to what's here and now. So and so your body is the looking glass. So the access that you talk about, like so the looking glass principle is that looking within principle that we've talked about, but it's really visualizing from a that tool perspective. Like it's this is this is within your this is within your uh your toolkit or anything like that. Like imagine what that looking glass is. You're putting it up and you're actually seeing through this to then magnify something that maybe couldn't be seen before or right. was tough to see, right? Saying, well, and then saying, well, do I have that looking glass? Or, oh, man, I need, to go, I need to go purchase it or I need to go get that tool, <laughs> right? I need to go do that in order to get this. The interesting thing about that looking glass principles is that it's, like you said, the body is the tool through looking at it. So describe as we look through that, look through our body and actually use our body as a looking glass, something that everybody's got. Right. Okay. What do we, you know, what are the, what do we see or what do we, what do we see through our bodies? I mean, we've talked about it on our episodes, but I think just to revisit it. Those well, I think senses, it depends on, right? it, yeah, it depends on the person. And I think that, I mean, we have, we have our, our five senses, right? Uh, yeah. Hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, feeling, you know, all this stuff. But when you, when you get back into your body, that, that vibrational frequency that we've talked about in every cell yes. is kind of like it's relaxing back into that and letting yourself see vibrationally. Now, the interpretation of that, which is, is I mean, we have all five senses in our head, right? And this is kind of... <laughs> This is kind of where our head got its power from, okay. right? Or where we gave all the power to our head because we we like to <coughs> think that it's got all the power. Yeah, because we do. We we interpret our vibrational intake which comes from our heart. We were we we translated in our head. It's basically like a translation station. Right. And depending on who we are, it comes through in a, a a taste format, like a bunch of foodies out there. You might be able to relate to that, yeah, bro. Absolutely, I think I would. <laughs> On a personal level, <laughs> which which would be which there's tasting, there's uh, uh, knowing, almost like a like a downloading, straight downloading of information. There's this smelling, which I've met people that interpret things through smell, which is very interesting and very foreign to me, but. Definitely out there. And then there's there's hearing or listening, and then there's feeling and touching. So to put these into a little more uh, scientific words, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, go ahead. Clairsentience, which would be feeling. Clairaudient, which is hearing. Clairalience, which is smelling. Claircognizance, which is knowing. And then clairgustance, which yeah, would be you, my tasting. friend. Tasting. So you said Claire Aliens is smelling, Claire Cognizance knowing, and Claire Gustins is tasting. Yeah, it's, I think when we talk about that clairvoyance is to see, that is also to see. Like so, it's and yeah. I, and I think it's so it's good to talk about these senses and what what they are to translate it. But I wanna I wanna make sure we we put we give 
I give I don't know just we give a a really good understanding of where that sits from a from a personal standpoint. I I look at it saying I've I think I've come to the table before and you know and say okay well man she's clairvoyant or he's clairvoyant or that's clairvoyant you know and and there's as this 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 clear part of that word is like you, know, you have a gift right and then I don't so I'm separate from that you know. Right, and I think we're taught from a from a gift standpoint that, that there's there's that separate understanding. What we're trying to say through these different areas of the senses you're you're seeing, you're feeling, touch, taste, smell, um, and knowing, I guess, is that these are these are enabled through the body in order to really translate that. Vibrational and, vi- and well, vibrational frequency of emotion. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and that's that's one other way is through emotion. Like I think that everything has a vibration, and a lot of us can oh, understand that because yeah. because when we like enter into a room, we can feel the vibe of that room. We yeah, can we feel can. what's going on, you know. And it's it's I call it the language of love because we've all experienced it on some level or another. We just don't really conversate about it we don't talk about it all the time and it's not a big thing um but where there's this moment where we have we see somebody we know and love and we haven't said a word to them but there's this instant download of information that says "Ooh, something's wrong something's up something's happening and that only happens with people that we have this close connection with because we let ourselves get back into our body and go to a really intimate place with that person. But it's more important we go to an intimate place with ourself in order to access the translation of the vibration in the world, in your world. And so when when that information comes in, it comes in through your heart. And then we take it up into our head where all of our five senses are and we start to translate what that information is, right? So for some people, it's like, oh, this reminds me of that. That means that something's up, right? So for me, it's feeling. I'm I'm basically mostly clairsentient, right? Where I can feel what people are feeling, right? A lot of people call it empathic. A lot of different names for it. Um, I just call it uh, emotionally intuitive. I don't know. I, right. I keep it simple. But it's it's for me, it's like, oh, man, I remember how that felt in this part of my life. So I understand what's happening. Hey, what's up? What's going on? I can feel that there's something there that maybe you're not even – I mean, you're definitely aware of, but you're not – paying attention to you know what i mean and that's how we kind of get that language of love barrier and this instant download of information from people and i like what you're saying is that a lot of the times a lot of the times we hear about you know these people that are clairvoyant um which these are all big words right (laughs) these are big words and to make them easier it's like clairvoyance claire just is like a it comes from like the french claire which it's a word from fr- the French language that means clear, yeah. like being able to clearly uh, smell, clearly feel, clearly see, clearly taste, all that stuff. It's just it's how we clearly connect. There it is. 
That's it. Okay, that's it right there. So it's it's literally just a clear connection, and and the connecting to that vibration. Through, yes. You know, through these types of translators. Yes. Completely. So uh, as. But, but the key is the yeah. key is your body, right? Yeah, right? Not the not the translator. The key is being in your body, and that's where we get back to the looking glass. Where it's, it's actually having access to see or connect through your smelling, your tasting, your touching, your vision, whatever it is. That right? trust Connecting relationship. To the, yes, that trust it. relationship, right? And you bring yes. up those mechanisms and those translators to give obvious, just obvious, like, witness or, like, like, evidence you know that these are a part of that looking glass principle yeah but and as, so as you bring the, this conversation or the bring the the mechanism of emotion into it yes okay and that looking glass is trans like the emotional mechanism positive and negative i mean think about it from a place of just just being plugged into any source so, like, obviously, you think about a little tiny battery. If you get a positive and a negative side, that both of those are needed in order to complete the circuit. Right? Totally. So, in and you can't necessarily have this like this positive stream of information if there's nothing to ground it to a negative source. Then it it will no it will not illuminate. Well, and and to bring that to a human perspective, there's no source of reference. Right. Explain. There's no there's no understanding. If there's no negative, no pain, no trauma, you have no you have you have no no reference point as to what that is. Right. Because you're like like we talk about, you're either in the clouds or the dirt. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if you're if you're constantly in the clouds, positive, everything's bunny and flowers then you have no reference point to somebody who's going through a trauma. And so you have no connection to feeling that, right? You have no connection to not only yourself, but to what we are as a human race, because there's a lot of pain in the world. Interesting. A lot, like a ridiculous amount. And ignoring that and staying in that positive isn't going to get us anywhere. You do so There's many no different connection. parables through this. I mean, you think about a plant of the, just the, really that root of of where those roots are versus where that flower is going to be producing the fruit or producing the seed or producing whatever it is. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that seed that's produced at that flower has to go back into the dirt in order to then reproduce, right? To reconnect. Right. It's, but this, but we're the ones. We're as humans. We're the ones that judge, right? So like. A flower doesn't judge how dark it is in the dirt and how like tight it is and con, con, constricting it yeah. is and confining it is in the dirt as they start to grow their roots deep. They don't they don't judge that. They they learn to love yeah, the dirt. Love the dirt, yeah. The negative, the below the surface, the depth in order to find the clouds, in order to break through 
that water line mm-hmm. that uh whatever you know how we call it the bring your water, water line yeah. the water table up. yeah it's it's a the so as you as you revisit an understanding of looking in the looking glass and seeing through those different senses and looking um back into the emotional mechanism which we all have the difference of positive and negative obviously we've talked about it incessantly that there is none there they are not but they are such a necessity of of an entity of saying that okay there is that negative pain trauma we and we talked about ownership and claiming that divinity these senses are translators in order to really produce that vibration of emotion or vibration from that formless to form right so right this is us creating in the physical world yeah and it's literally just another way of seeing that your emotions are the physical creator so in the world. Because when you can translate them, right, when you can translate the energy in motion, the emotion, into language, and you can speak about it, basically you what can, you're feeling, what you're desiring, what you're clear about. Or you can make music about it. Or right, you however. Make, or you can taste about it. Right. right. That's that's how we that's how we take what we are and we bring it into from the formless to yeah, the form there. That's the creative mechanism. So I kind of want to jam on this for a little bit. All right. So, yeah, <laughs> just to kind of uh, allow this to really sink for that listener. In, and it is like you, that person here joining this in the conversation is this. You yeah. are that. So whatever it is that so, your niche is, like if you're if you're very musically oriented, if you're very business oriented, if you're very um, healer oriented, like whatever it is, know that, and know that as you dive into your looking glass or your emotional mechanism, that's how you're going to translate what you are into creating a life. From the formless to the form. Now, you guys, like you person, like feel that now. Feel that consistently. That it's bringing in relax. And when we say relaxing back into it, it's that that vehicle of actually trying to bring you into that relaxed state of, of seeing that that this is the human species. This is what we are. This is what we are. We are the translator of that emotional vibrational frequency or that vibrational frequency from that formless to the form. This is that human species. This is you. Yeah. I don't know how many times I can actually really set there to really give that importance to it, to just allow that to settle into that. Not just a subject we're talking about to get you to somewhere. This, we are there. We've arrived. We've arrived and we've never left. Just like we're in that cellular memory state right now. Totally. And to give it a little depth, like for some people that might be struggling with it, um, for, for men, I mean, at least for us, I know there's this, there's this big, uh, 
this big game of telephone that's been going on okay. uh, for a very long time where where we haven't we we don't talk about the access to what we are and our own looking glass and our own uh center point of creation um we usually just adopt or adapt to our father and what he did and what, and he what did. we saw growing up we get into the family business we get into all this stuff, you know, that's repeatable because it's easy and because it's very all about the head and all about, you know, security and being safe and blah, 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 which is very devoid of personality and originality. And so getting out of this, and I know this happens for women too, because I'm, well, for one, there's a beauty industry. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Where it's it's this it's this okay, I have to I learn from my mother that I need to be ready at all times. I can't go out without makeup and this happens for a lot of women. And interesting. And it's about relaxing out of out of this outside perception and getting back into an interior perception of what you really want and what you really care about rather than what your parents care about and what the world cares about and how loud everything outside of you is. It's about getting into the quiet, still place that only you can hear and only you can determine how it's translated. And we're not talking about a place of loneliness either, right? And talking about well, a place that it's... Well, I love that because when you're in that perception of like, I am becoming my father or I'm becoming my mother, that's lonely uh, because it's devoid of you. It's devoid of you. It's a copy of a copy of a copy. And how empty does that get after so many copies? And we all crave that originality. We all crave that love. We all crave that source. And, but we look for it outside of ourselves. We don't look for it inside of ourselves. And so this episode is all about an invitation to your source, to your looking glass. Huge. And getting, getting you to just translate for yourself what you are. Because, damn, the world needs it. <laughs> that's the the bringing the form to the or the formless to the form is the conversation and is the really like being that human species like guys there is not a i mean yeah there's individuality and in, and in, in with any of this stuff but it's really that's that's who we are as a species the creator Right. Yeah. The architect. So the copy. Yes. Exactly. No. Absolutely. And it's and it's the originator. And it's and and I and I want to look at it from a place of just saying. I can't, I really kind of wanted to jam on that for a bit, just of just understanding that. Like really, just do you do you get it? Is kind of what I want to say. Right. Do you really get it? Do you really right. see that that's that's you, that's you? 
the start and the end. You are all of it. Of every creation of everything that happens in your world. So tap in. I mean, trust that sense. Trust that. I mean, you are that clairvoyant. You are that clairsentient. <clears throat> I mean, that's these 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 mechanisms through the looking glass or that's that's a part of you right so trust that to bring that because that those vibrations and that formless needs to translate needs yeah. to transcend it is yeah. that connectional source so through well, the, especially especially if it's a negative that's very prominent in your life right now right like if there's a lot of crap happening in your life well, right here we go, right, right into the next subject, the the hate. Yeah, go into that. <laughs> I mean, the only reason why we hate anyone or anything is because we hate the feeling that they are bringing up for us. It's impossible to hate another without experiencing a negative emotion. Impossible. So, so when you take that person, let's place repeat that one more time. Yeah. Repeat that one more time. As that is, that needs to be heard, heard again. The only reason we hate anyone or anything is because we hate the feeling that they bring up for us. It is impossible to hate another without experiencing negative emotion. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's something there's a lot to that. Yeah, it's impossible to hate another person without actually feeling through your looking glass a negative emotion. Okay, so I there's an experience we had this weekend, um, and it was it was a place where um, a person got into an experience where it's just like they had to leave, they had to vacate the situation, just leave. Right. And everybody else was having relate. a great time, and we were just loving it. And all of a sudden, it got super internally awkward for this person where they just had to leave. And I so can relate. The, but you know, else was, it, yeah, go ahead. That's happened. Me. That's happened to everybody, right? Where there's right. this moment where it's like, I can't handle this anymore. I got to leave. So it's too much. So there was a there was a moment where we revisited a couple of days or a couple, uh, maybe a day later or something like that, and it was saying like, and the, what the expression came out saying, it's I've realized through my life that it's not worth it to me to get in those situations and to feel that. So the avoidance of what happened there um, was there was family around and it was like everyone usually usually your crap comes up with family around, right? Yeah, there was family around. It was like there's momentum of the moment like like these, you know, and it comes out of nowhere children and. Um, adults and everybody was there and all of a sudden it got too much for that one person where it's just like, well, I got to leave. And it was like, and to everybody else, it was this huge, like, what, wait, what, what happened? Did I offend somebody or did, did I do it or you no know, type of a thing? Or did I, did I cause that? Or like, I didn't, I, I love that person. I, I want that person to stay. You know, that person is, is everything, means everything to me. Like, because and I want to share this momentum. I want to share this type of a thing with, you know, with them, you know, and it's, and so it's, it's interesting to feel that again. And to, so when you, when we say the only reason why we hate anyone or anything is because we hate the feeling that they bring up for us. 
it's impossible to hate another without experiencing negative emotion, and it's impossible to hate another person. <laughs> okay, just get dirty about it or hate another hate another thing, right? Right. Because what's happening when you say, "Oh, I hate that," right? And You're trying to give yes, your emotion, right. your feeling over to that thing, right? That's responsible <laughs> for that person, that thing, that event, whatever, is responsible for how I'm feeling, which is complete BS. So complete. What, if you, what if you look in the mirror and that thing that you hate is you? Well, what's radiating out of you? Nobody can make you feel anything. Feeling comes out of you. It's not put on you. That's and so you've been given okay. that catalyst, like we've talked about before. You've been given a catalyst that really presses your buttons, and it usually comes out of nowhere because if you're prepared for it, you're not going to let that happen. You're going to defend your – you're going to have your defenses up like we normally do on our, like, sensitive subjects. All of a sudden, it hits out of nowhere, and it's, you know, like in those situations with family and a lot going on, and all of a sudden, boom, this is too much. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> right? And it happens, and we yeah. all – been there but if you can realize that you are the looking glass you are the source of that emotion then you can actually engage rather than try to control what's happening you can learn to instead of hate the situation the emotion that's inside of you the situation that's outside of you whatever you want to define it as you right. instead of hating you can learn to switch that over and allow yourself to feel that emotion. So when you learn to allow yourself to feel the emotion, it becomes easier to love it. And hate cannot exist without love. Or with love, I mean. Like when you learn Correct. to love that thing you hate, like hate, the literal translation of hate is a strong aversion towards. Right? Basically, keep it out of my space, out of my bubble. <laughs> strong aversion towards. Right? Interesting. So when we say we hate something, we want to keep it out of our bubble. But really, we're feeling something. That's what we're really hating. And that can't be out of your bubble ever. Because even if you leave the situation, do you still feel better? No. <laughs> right. It, as soon as you leave that person or lose that thing, do you still feel better? Right. Does it go away? Does it stay with them? No. Out of sight, out of mind? Because that whole situation is the fight or flight response, right? Right, totally. Some of us blow up and just you know, start spitting venom at whoever is responsible for being our catalyst, for giving us our mirror. Or we run away. We hide, we hole up, and we stuff it. But there's a third option, right? Right. Engage. Engage. Be with your crap. Be with what you are. And guys, when we run away from that stuff or when we feel those feelings of hate towards another person, place, or thing, those things, and we're trying to, we're, we really think that, that that thing is bringing that stuff up for us, all it is is that mirror saying, you know, like, is, is it, the, the formless is actually trying to come through, okay? That's what's that's that's what's happening. So there's this vibration and you can feel this vibration coming through. OK, so give evidence to that. 
who you are as a human species, of bringing the formless through the form. So it's saying that there's this emotion that's happening. It has nothing to do with the person that's over there. In fact, that person of the human, of the human race, of your human race, is the s- same thing as you are, is a translator of the formless to the form. The same thing... This unity is shared with, with between you, and and so as you see this happening, and you feel this happening momentum of like, oh, I want to escape that. Engage there. You're, you're being invited to engage, not to not to perpetuate hate, not to perpetuate hate at all. This is when you learn to allow yourself to feel that emotion, not to perpetuate it and keep it going. And going and going, but it's to it it's to engage it and to see the evidence of literally it just translating from formless to form and love that when you actually see it for what it is, that love is a natural response yeah is it is it so that strong aversion towards that you say all of a sudden. There's this magnetic experience where you want it, right? And yeah. that hate doesn't it cannot exist with love present, right? So as you see it for truly what it is, that vibration frequency trying to come through, and it and it comes from formless to form. That's what's happening, right? Okay. And noticing that you haven't ever really allowed that, and then because of the hate, you switch to love. That's about allowing it through. What's the discovery through love, and that's the discovery through it? How excited do you automatically get, like Christmas morning is happening, where it's like formless is about to come to form? Like, this right? is it. Like, you're about to, like, turn the corner and see these presents and, like, open these presents up and see what there <laughs> is. This Which is seems that. like the weirdest, the weirdest view about your crap ever, right? Totally. But that's exactly what happens when you start to engage this way. Like, people come to me with problems. It just happens. It's what we do. It's what I do in my sessions. And I get excited when somebody has something that I've never seen before. And I've never touched base with before. And I've never even heard of. Like, I have a disease or a problem or a pain. And people, rightfully so, think I'm weird because that's a little weird. To get excited... (laughs) When somebody is hurting, because I see it as this opportunity to uncover something that hasn't been huh. uncovered, to discover and love something that has never been loved before. To allow that formless to become form. To become form. And the only way it be only way that formless can be translated from into form is through love only way holy shit (laughs) (laughs) so so like like this this is imagine that imagine this is the key to world peace because it's not about the world outside it's about the world within Mm mm-hmm and understanding that responsibility of that world is you taking care of you, understanding you. Yeah. 
a world devoid of emotion, but not a world devoid of emotion, but a world that engages and loves regardless. Well, it's switching from that, right? It's switching from that world that's devoid of emotion because you're trying not to feel all the emotion because it's negative. Right. And you're letting it flow through you with love, right? Because what happens when we hear about the pain and the problems of the world is we start to close off, right? Because we don't want that to go through us. But really, all that's happening is we're closing off to ourselves because we're getting in this opportunity to love something that people don't love, to give a space for people to go through their crap, to go through whatever they've decided to be in. Totally. Whatever pain, whatever hell that they've created that's come from their own vibrational makeup of their physical body into their physical experience. They have created that, and we're getting to observe that. So we allow that to flow through us with love. Right? Yeah. And just like old MLK said, right? Yeah. Hate doesn't drive hate out. Love can only do that. Love can transmute and transcend any vibrational frequency. Because hate is all about the aversion and the non-inclusion of what we are as human beings. When you start to include what you are and what people are and you start to allow and love, that holds it in. That brings it into this space of transmutation. It's a very, very high vibration. And we try to get our attention away from it, right? That's how we hate. Yeah, we, we do. Get our attention away. But when you put your attention on it, what attention is, is the most simple form of love. Just like when you're a kid and all you want is attention. So when you pay attention to you and your negative and your crap, all you're doing is allowing love to surround it and to connect with it. So the responsibility the, of that connection, right? Yeah. Of of pay, of like you are that human species translating formless to form. You are that connection which is has the positive and negative sides. Okay, connection from formless to form. You are that. We are that as a human species. Yeah. This is that key to world peace within. Not that world of devoid of emotion, but the world that engages and loves regardless of other states of emotional distress. Yeah. That's big. It's really awesome, man. It's It's a... That looking glass principle, bringing through the translating of, of those sen those senses that you have, understanding the vibrational frequency that you are, and and that the formless is to bring through into form. Well, and it takes that it takes that just like we talked about the positive and negative and the battery, right? It doesn't work without the negative. If you just have positive, there's no power, there's no flow circuit, without the no. negative. There's no circuit. There's no circular circulation. There's none of that. And that's exactly what you need to be a creator, to be an architect, to be a mover and a shaker, to be the person that is creating and innovating this world, your world. Well, it's just that, I mean, 
I know we go back to these pop culture references back and forth because I think it really brings that context and that texture to the conversation. Um, uh, when we were talking earlier, it brought, uh, brought up that the mover, the shakers, the music makers that, that Willy Wonka first says in his thing. And we brought yeah, up like, that, I mean, yeah. Brought up that poem of, 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 it's just, it, it literally, it's called an ode or a, the first poem. Um, the Shaughnessy. Well, it's by this, this English poet, Arthur O'Shaughnessy, right? Yeah, there it is. And, uh, I mean, it was, it's an older one. It's, I mean, I think he wrote it in 1873, is that what it says? And then it's, it's beautiful because it puts this, um, for me, it puts it into perspective of how the, the negative and the positive are both very necessary Necessary. for creating. Yes. Necessary. So the ode it's his first poem in like a collection called Music and Moonlight, and it has n- normally nine stanzas, although most people just think there's a little bit to it. But we'll just give you the opening one because that's what that's where it just clicks for me, where it says, We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of the dreams, wandering by lone sea breakers and sitting by desolate streams. <laughs> world losers and world forsakers on whom the pale moon gleams. Yet we are the movers and the shakers of the world forever, it seems. Of the world forever, it seems. The movers and the shakers. And this is literally where the the phrase movers and shakers originates. So if you want to be a mover and a shaker of your own life and your own world and this we world... We are that. Yeah, you are that. You've been moving and shaking your entire life, but you need to sit by those desolate streams. You need to lose the world and forsake the world and let the the darkness of night and the pale moon gleam <laughs> on you. Make that music. Dream those yeah. dreams. And let the depth of yes. whatever pain comes through you Come through you with love, not hate. It can only transcend and be created through love. Well, and be transmuted through love. And engaged through love. Yes. Wow. I sit in there. That's awesome. (sighs) Like it really has that essence of, of, of the, of world peace and the human species. And, and I, that, that um that emotional frequency is such a necessity for us to engage with and because that's who we are yeah i mean it's such a it's for me it's such a visceral thing cuz willy wonka and the chocolate factory was such a big part of childhood oh, right? right it totally was where you know the snozberries taste like snozberries and that's right before <laughs> you know this is where that quote comes from and where the connection comes from and when you dip into the source of that quote of you know we are the music makers we are the dreamers of the dreams that's that's the willy wonka line and and when you dip into the source of that you become the mover and shaker and it it i mean it leads to literal magical things and obviously it led to the story of willy wonka it is that and that's that was a big part of that writer's life that quote that poem totally was 
you know, mover and shaker. <laughs> so engage in that, and I really invite that to, that you know go back and listen to the the episodes and, and pick and choose what you want. I mean, this is this is this is literally our understanding and our time to translate that formless to form and to be that human species and to really. Um, embody the understanding of world peace, peace and engage into that emotion and love regardless of the other states of emotional distress. It's this understanding of responsibility of that human species. Guys, this is you. This is that you. This is the essence of you, human. Allow yeah. us to flow. So, again, I mean... The gratitude that I have to have this conversation with you guys for listening back in is just huge. I really, really, really appreciate the the moments we get to share together in your car, or moments we get to share, like be you know, like in in the morning working out, or whatever it is. And whenever you allow us to bring that conversation, and thank you so much to really yeah. from just the gratitude that I have is just is immense, and so. Thanks. From the from the depths of our being, right? Of of our roots, of our you know desolate stream, of our our creative yes. you know mechanism. It's 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 an honor to be a part of it and to be able to have this conversation. So keep listening, um, uh, man. We got a lot of stuff coming up, and we get some other topics we want to dive into. I'll let this uh, let this marinate for a while. Yeah, let you know. let yourself based <laughs> <laughs> in this and really because relax I think it's back gonna, into it. You know, it's going to bring a lot a lot of of clarity into your creative experience and a lot of opportunity for love to kind of reign supreme in your life, right? Yeah, and to go forward into it in just the next moment of whatever you're going to do next, whatever's going to happen next after this, as you listen to this. This is this is you translating formless into form. So go do that now. And enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good time. <laughs> Thanks for listening, right. guys. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Thank you for joining the conversation today here at AliveAndAwakening.com. Submit your questions, share your thoughts, and visit us on the message board or on Facebook and Twitter.